You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to another episode of Han Speaks, the podcast where you turn in your topics and I discuss them. I have my lovely, beautiful wife here with me again today. How you doing, baby? So you still haven't changed the name of this podcast? Um, the name of the podcast sounds correct. Ty and Han Speaks. Thanks. Oh, yeah. On another note, happy anniversary. I know. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yes, happy two years. Yes, we are celebrating our two-year anniversary. Um, for those of you who are wondering, yes, we did get married in the <laughs> summer, but we were legally married in January, so yes. we celebrate both. Yes, so we do. Happy anniversary, baby. Uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, Han Speaks did take a little break for the holidays, and I had to revamp some things, but we are back, back to our weekly segments. So guys, please don't hesitate to start to turn back in your topics and interests, your stories that you want me to speak on. You can do that via my social media, which I will give you at the end. But let's just jump right into it. I have a longtime listener by the name of Halima. She told me to shout her out. I could. Hi, Halima. See? And she turned in the topic, and I thought it'd be a great one to start off the new year with Han Speaks. So this topic, she's basically referencing feminine energy. And she wants to know our perspective in regards to what we're seeing trending right now on social media in regards to how the term feminine energy is being used. So that's the first part of her question. And she wonders, is it basically a new way of referencing submission and relationships? And it's a two-parter. And the next part of her question is basically saying, you know, does this have to do with, you know, kind of like your inner self, right? Is there an introspective side to this? And also what does this feminine energy do in regards to relationships? So, you know, there's a lot here. Halima, thank you so much for turning in a topic and always being a faithful listener. You and your husband, John, what up, John? So thank you guys for listening. We're going to jump right into it, but let's first start with feminine energy. So I really think honestly, from what you're seeing on social media, it really depends on the context, right? So I do believe that there are multiple definitions to anything, right? It's just really the context that you're using it. So let's talk, let's talk about that. So feminine energy, at least for me, what comes to mind is a definition of what I've been seeing in different coaching and therapeutic atmospheres, right? It's the energy where you're more creative, you're more free flowing, you're more connecting, you're more in touch to your emotional sense. That to me is what I've been seeing or hearing in regards to feminine energy. But I do also know of other contexts and definitions where it's being used as mostly focusing on an antonym or opposite of masculine energy, right? So a sort of submissive energy, one that doesn't take the forefront, is not as outgoing or out there gregarious, one that kind of sits in the back and let things go, you know, very submissive. So I've seen that kind of context used for feminine energy as well. So I really think, Halima, it really depends on which context you're seeing it. 
uh, that would really lend us to better answer your question. My wife is making a scrunching of face. What's this face about that the people can't see? Shout out, I'm just trying to figure out why you in our business and you ain't got no, you ain't got no business in this business. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Why you? You got a lot to talk about on this business. That ain't yours. Well, go ahead, talk about it, man. You're the feminine partner here, so <laughs> you're the lady here. Talk about it. What are your views on feminine energy? Um, I've actually been trying to <laughs> educate myself uh, more on it. Um, um, because I do not so what okay I will say this I'm, I know I am not the girly girl of my group I'm not that uh, that soft delicate uh, of woman um, yeah no it's just not me but 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 there's much to be said for stepping into your feminine side I've actually been wanting to do more of that and so I'm glad uh, this question was posed because it gave me a reason to like actually stop playing and look into it um so, you know, me have to do my research first. And the, a fellow yes, MFT, PhD, we get it. whatever, uh, Shelly Bullard, a fellow MFT, she uh, wrote on feminine energy um, and what it is. And so the way she describes it is it is considered to be a set of tra traits opposite of masculine. Um, now, what I, I find interesting is that your masculine side gets expressed when you're working toward a goal, making progress, getting things done, and pushing forward. Mm -hmm. Your feminine side gets expressed when you move with the flow of life, embrace your creative energy, dance, play, and attune um, to your internal processes. Uh, the set of traits we've come to define as feminine do stem from the expectations we used to place on women throughout history to behave a certain way. Okay, I'm glad she said that because I felt away as soon as I read that. So basically, uh, gender roles. Gender roles, yes. But she, what what she says before that, and read that sentence is, uh, these traits are as of now, these traits are not supposed to be associated with gender or gender roles, but it it is what they are derived from. Derived yeah. from. Um, I do. So in short, I do think this is a a way to make submission okay and more settling but i think it, it is a, also a way of having women reclaim positions and in in the things that they want in their lives like as i i hear about dating and that is trash out there right um but i was that video that i was just watching when she was just saying you know uh you're taking you're the one who's planning all the dates you're paying for everything you're doing all that like what are these guys doing and so i think when you are constantly dealing with that it places women in a position to have to be what okay you know i'm just gonna step up i'm gonna do it i don't feel safe enough to be feminine with you mm. i don't feel safe enough to to really just sink into this like okay let, let me go with the flow let me trust you to lead let me um just sit back and watch you know do all the things for you like it, it doesn't place you in that mindset that's true that definitely is true and i think that you bring up a good point and it's making me think about how these narratives can be used in social media because if you think about it in the past what seven to ten years i feel like there's been a more surge of um well i'd say more than that honestly i noticed it more when um during the obama administration right with michelle um you just see a more push forwards towards female independence and, and striving to do things that are breaking through quote unquote glass ceilings right and i have seen that gone in so many different directions so it has permeated our culture in so many different ways that i don't think we even realize mm -hmm. right and certain actions and behaviors we have basically categorized to certain gender roles mm -hmm. right so the woman out there making six seven figures you get what i mean who who has 
her own business or everything like that. Those are attributes that we have traditionally, you know, cast together with male energy. Mm -hmm. So when you see people reaching different heights, and I say the Obama administration, not to say that women have not been doing the things since before them, but I've just seen in my time that there's been a bigger push and a more acceptance of that, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen women in higher ranking positions in Fortune 500 companies like CEOs. One that comes to mind is, um, uh, lady, she's uh, basically the president of the Dallas Mavericks, a basketball, mm. you know, like she's, she, and it's a black woman, you know, so um, she's, she's, you know, making strides and in that, and those are not necessarily seen, unfortunately, as feminine traits. No. So I do wonder though, like, is this feminine energy also, in the one hand, being used as something to kind of oppress or bring women back yeah. to the traditional gender Ooh. role, like? Whoa, like all these women out here doing their own things. I got my own car. Think about it. How these rappers are rapping differently now, right? Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Big Energy, Lotto. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's out here. Like, women are, I have my own. I can bag you. Right. You know, the city girls, like, it's okay to do your thing. Like, live, you know, we're in charge. We, we're running this. So I do wonder if this idea of feminine energy is also a narrative that's being used to subconsciously, maybe oppress might be a too harsh of a word, mm -hmm. but to kind of throttle that back some, right? To kind of a new way of, like Halima said, going back to traditional gender roles, right? Let the man take the lead, let the man do this, you know? So like, I do kind of wonder that aspect because like I said, for me, I was thinking in more of the therapeutic and coaching aspect of it, right? With the feminine energy um, being opposed to the masculine, being more in touch with your, you know, your emotions and being more free flowing and, and less structured and kind of goes as it flows kind of situation. Mm -hmm. But um, I do love what you brought up here. Like, and I, I just wonder how it's being used right now. And we have to kind of be mindful of that because sure. at the end of the day, Yes, the world may subscribe certain traits or attributes as feminine or masculine, but you get to decide yourself, right? What you subscribe to. Like you don't necessarily have to subscribe to what's being put out there. So if you are that woman who's taking charge, who's running things, who's, you know, doing the things, does it make you, it doesn't make you less of a woman because you're doing so. No, but I don't think that's what it is. I don't think it's about making you any less of a woman. It's just saying that it's like she, she got big energy. Hey, like she. So she I guess my question is, if you don't have that, then are you? Because that I feel like it is. Because if you don't have that feminine energy, then I don't have that feminine energy, and I'm fine. <laughs> well, I take that back because I, I am stepping into that more. Um, but I also think it's more like so bringing it back to like the whole traditional gender role piece. Is it part of that? Um, I think I also I, I do think it's a way to remind women that they have the right to ask and demand more in their partners too. Mm, okay. Um, because even in as 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 I've been looking to, into it, and one of the pieces is you know women learning how to receive when we're so used to giving and doing and taking care, mm. allowing it because then that can be very uncomfortable. Like it, that can be a very uncomfortable feeling. It is though, Bucky, because it puts you in a state of vulnerability. No, oh, anybody got time for that, right? So in order for you to be able to receive and be in that position, you have to trust that the person you're getting that from or are with are, is somebody that won't take advantage of you, won't hurt you, and you know, will be responsible and mature. And to do it, yeah. yeah. I think it's just a reminder of a, the power that that women have, like the, it, it doesn't have to be, I guess the, the reminder of the array of power that women have, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. just have to be about going out and getting it, but 
even within you, your your own feminine wows and all of that, right? Like the way you utilize it, the way you present yourself, you have your own power. Facts, I like that. So guys, also be mindful of the context in which you're receiving these information as well too. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not gonna lie, I, I know I'm sounding like an old head right now. <laughs> Just because you hear or see it on social media doesn't always mean it's true. True. So also do your own research and also understand that um, you have a say so in what you subscribe to. Uh, we're gonna go to take a quick break right now. And when we get back, we're gonna discuss what this looks like in relationships. You're listening to Han Speaks. Welcome back to Han Speaks. We're discussing the topic of feminine energy. So we spent the first half kind of diving into it, breaking it down. What does it mean? What is it necessarily referring to? What does it look like? Now we're going to talk about basically how does that impact your relationship? So you're in a relationship. Let's say you're in a hetero relationship and um, there's a complaint that your female partner is not distributing enough feminine energy. So, um, or even then, like, so what does that look like or how does that look like in a relationship? What would that look like for you? What, you don't think you exhibit feminine energy? I think I'm better at it. I think you always have. Like, granted, you are very ambitious and go-getting, but you also have your, I guess, your softer side. Mm -hmm where you've always, you know, made it a point to show and let me know that you are a lady, as much as you like to claim. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I hear that you are a lady, but I do think that, I do think that when you're in a hetero relationship, right, there are some gender roles that kind of fall into place. And when you're in a relationship, you have to, and I don't know if you have these, conversations outwardly right like i don't know if you outwardly discuss hey which gender roles are you subscribing to or which gender roles am i i think oh. it, i think it's kind of like you observe and see yeah and, and kind of see um but i do wonder though like how it is perceived by men who are dating women who don't necessarily subscribe to that well how is that i'm curious now i'm curious for real because like i don't think i subscribe to a lot of gender roles like i try to cook Maybe. I mean, I cook. I know how to cook. I know but, how to cook. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know how to. So that's different. Like, you don't cook as all because we're busy. It's not a... But I'm not cleaning. I don't like it. Right. That is something that you don't like. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like <laughs> that's it. That's more on me. <laughs> you don't do... And I, don't, I, I think for me, um, when it comes to relationships, um, trying to answer this question in a succinct way, when it comes to relationships, you really have to kind of always discuss what your expectations are and see whether they align or not right and how vital is this for your relationship so for instance we said it in the first half this whole idea and concept of feminine energy is very complex right mm -hmm. it, women are very very um complex and beautiful creatures and they're vast right? creatures we're, we're all creatures 
We're not creatures? Whatever. Okay, thank I you. I don't like the way you said that. Wow. Humans? Thank We're you. We're all humans. Like, what do you... you thought, oh, you thought creatures like beneath? Like, like an insect? No. People always say women are unstable creatures. You just don't like the word unstable. You don't like the word creature. Creature's not your problem, unstable. That's the word <laughs> you don't like. You don't like that adjective. Whatever. Not the noun. Anywho. Um, so yeah, so this concept of feminine energy is complex within itself, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I do wonder, so if you do find yourself in a relationship where in which you're not seeing eye to eye in terms of that, um, how do you start to begin to maneuver around that? I think it first starts by stating expectations of what you look for and what you want and seeing where you guys align and, you know, where are your points of, um, compromise where are your points of you know reinforcement of a certain boundary and where is it just hey i agree um the i because i think that's a, an important conversation to have uh because i do i do think there's this part of feminine energy that's also empower, empowering women empowering women to speak up mm-hmm. um and say what it is their need say what they they need from their partner, um, from anyone around them to feel safe, to feel protected, to feel cared for, right? So if we're talking about a relationship um, and I am to exhibit this feminine energy where I am more of that thing. What um, thing are you saying that people don't know? They you. do know. Um, She's trying to say submissive. She ooh, has problems saying that word. I sure do. <laughs> um, more of, of that. It's also like, okay, so how... What are you doing to make me feel safe enough to to be okay with that? How do I know I can trust you? So I think it's it's about the conversations that need to be had. Um, and are you doing the things that I need you to do in order for me to feel safe? Like I need money in my account every week in order to feel cared for. Was that scammer? City, wow! City girls coming out. No, <laughs> no, no, because if I. If what I'm saying is in my own, you know, as I embrace the femininity, part of what I like, you know, I will be more traditional and do more things, take care of home, but I want the other part of that, right? So when women were taking care of home. You want re- reciprocation? Listen. Well, yeah, but also, like, you know. So you don't want to give me my money every week. That's what you No, saying. I'm a, you know me, I'm a narrative therapist. Like, I like that. I like that modality. So I like to break down that narrative. So. I, I need us to understand that this whole feminine energy, even masculine energy, is a spectrum. It is a spectrum. So because your partner may not be hitting on certain parts, doesn't mean they don't hit on other parts. True. So I think it's really figuring out, okay, on this spectrum, where do they lie and does it work for what we want to do? So is our goal, you know, just dating? Are we early on in this? Or are we trying to plan a future together, right? And then like, where am I on this spectrum? Because like you said, you don't see yourself exhibiting that, but you do. You exhibit a lot of the feminine energy, right? But there are some parts of the spectrum that some may say that you don't hit. And for me, I'm fine with that, right? So like you you don't always have to be hitting every single point mm-hmm. for me to be considered, you know, as partaking or to be viewed as having feminine energy. Because I think the same way goes for masculine energy, right? So because I'm not as, if I'm not, 
in your face, you know, like Please don't. macho Mm-mm. first seen and heard. Masculine, not toxicity. Am I less masculine? You get what I'm saying? It goes with the whole gender roles too. So because I'm not good with a wrench, I'm less of a man. You get what I mean? There are some who believe that. No, and there are though. There really are. So like if you can't get underneath a car and fix it or you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you you can't do all that, are you less of less of a man? And for me, it's no. Like granted, I'm not the best around a wrench. I can fix a few things, but I know who to call to get it. You get what I'm saying? Right. To, to get it done. So I, I I really honestly, in in reference to the question that we're talking about, how does this look in relationships? Relationships are very dynamic, very, very dynamic. And it's all about who you're in a relationship with. And if they understand who you are and where you're at. So if the level of energy, feminine or masculine, that's that's being exhibited in your relationship works for you guys, roll with it. Now, of course, if you have an issue and you expect more, you have a duty, a responsibility to tell and let that partner know what your expectations are and what you're looking for. And you guys can have a discussion because at the end of the day, nobody wants to be in a relationship where they're expecting something to happen and it's not happening and that can turn into so many other issues you know bitterness resentment etc etc so have that conversation if you feel like your partner is not exhibiting a certain type of energy um that you're accustomed for or you're looking forward to receiving um communication cliche is key (laughs) so cliche but so so it's so true though it's so true just as having a simple um, Mm -hmm. conversation it just goes a long way so i don't know i mean also like there are some guys who just don't want all that feminine energy too no too much of anything right like do do you want to have hyper masculine kind of guy going around like you know I, i don't know like Mm-mm, but I'm about to start walking around the house in Victoria's Secret lingerie and robes, my heels. I need my hair to stay done. You know, my nails to stay life. done. I'm stepping life, into this feminine energy. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Do it. Let's. I'll. I'll give the people an update. See how you do it. <laughs> you ain't gonna last two days. <laughs> two days before am, you got your slides fine. and your basketball shorts. Whatever. Like. That's fine. I'm gonna look into the dark feminine energy work. Okay. It's probably more my speed. Anyway. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here. I appreciate it. Han Speaks is available on every platform where podcasts are distributed. So please subscribe, like the podcast and share it. Rate it too. Please rate it. Let me know how I'm doing. If you want to turn in a topic, you can do so via my social media. I am on Instagram as Han Speaks. Which needs to change to tie in Han Speaks. Anywho. I'm also on Twitter as Hans underscore speaks. Mm. So you can turn in your topics there. And I'm on Facebook as Hans Luador. So please let me know what you guys are thinking, what you want to hear on this podcast. Shoot me a message. I'll try my best to get it on the show. Appreciate you for joining me. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.